0: Hello and welcome to the Stack Magazine's podcast. My name is Stephen Watson, I'm the founder of Stack, and this week I'm speaking to Maria Ilona Moore about Dear Movies, her zine of personal writing about films and television. It is a passion project in the truest sense. Maria runs the whole thing on her own, and while she says that she'd love to make magazines as her real job, she never wants to do that with Dear Movies. And you can totally see why, it's such a small, quiet, personal project that it would be seriously difficult to ever make a real profit from it, and probably impossible to do so without massively changing what the magazine actually is. So instead, this is her hobby, which means she's free to make whatever she wants, filling the pages with stories by people who feel inspired to join her in writing love letters to their favourite movies or characters or pop culture tropes. In person, Maria is just like her magazine. She's quiet, unassuming and very happy to open up about films and feelings. So I hope you'll enjoy this conversation with Maria Ilona Moore, editor of Dear Movies. Maria, thank you very much for coming over to Somerset House.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So you are the woman behind Dear Movies. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about what this magazine is and where the idea came from.
1: Um, yep. So Dear Movies is a it's a submission based print zine. Um, like my kind of tagline for it is it's about films and feelings. I think that sums it up quite well. Um, but essentially it's um, a collection of personal writing about film and most recently television Um, and so kind of exploring the side that isn't just reviews or this film was good or bad it's like how did the film make you feel?
0: And that is a very independent magazine trope. Like the, you know, the people who make these magazines like to think about how something makes you feel rather than, like, say, the naked commercial imperative of like, should you watch this or do this?
1: Yeah, and I think that's really um, what I felt was lacking. Like, I had the idea to make a film scene. I'd wanted to do it for a while, um, and by just, I like film cr- criticism as it sort of stands just has never really uh like i don't know sung to me um i studied film at university and remember in a journalism unit getting sort of like told off for being a bit too (laughs) too personal and starting sentences with and and but and stuff (laughs) so i was like oh it's not for me um and and then i came to actually one of the stack events um the like how to make a movie magazine and it was so interesting because there were so many magazines there and they were all completely different and at this point I was like I want to make a magazine I want it to be about film but I don't really know what my angle is Um, and the thing that I kind of found on that evening was this was maybe my sort of unique take on the film magazine a lot of them were kind of like there's like uh, shelf heroes is quite um, illustration design focused. Um, Femme for tales is um, film for Sorry, <laughs> is um, like feminist angle. There's like quite a few film scenes that have a more serious criticism. Um, and I was just like, oh, maybe this is where I fit in with my feelings.
0: <laughs> that is, and and what you've made is really warm and really I think that you you embrace the zine format I think in in that way that there's a real feeling of the homemade to it rather than the professional
1: Um, I'm really glad that comes through (laughs) (laughs) that's what I was going for so that's really good to hear um yeah that's kind of always been my like aim with it was to make it feel a little bit I wanted it wanted to feel like you're having a chat with a friend so um yeah that DIY kind of uh, a little bit unpolished <laughs> also gives me like allows me to get away with things because <laughs> I'm not a designer <laughs> um uh yeah so it I just wanted it to feel and yeah I love that you use the word warm that's such a that's exactly what I want from it so yeah
0: Good. I'm very pleased to to hear I've got it. (laughs) So, I mean, that movies night we did was years ago. I mean, what, more than two years ago or something? So what what have you been doing in the meantime? What's been the process with this? So
1: I think, yeah, I can't remember exactly. It was a while ago. um, And I'd been thinking about this for a lot longer before that, but just never had... It was like end of 2017. I'd been to the talk. I'd been sort of milling around the sort of zine scene um, and things just fell into place Um, like I had a little bit of money that I could put into it I had a job that was not demanding at all so I could use the rest of my time to kind of focus on it and um, and yeah so the first issue was done end of 2017 and I literally emailed some of my filmy friends and was like please could you write for this thing (laughs) um I did get some other submissions from people I'd never heard of before Uh, I think I got about eight for the first issue and then had a really long break (laughs) Um, and did oh no sorry yeah second issue was beginning of last year and then i had a really long break and then just published a third issue this year
0: Um, and so you started with that small group of your filmy friends but i mean you can see from looking at the magazine it's grown out since then so how, how has that happened is that you going to people that you want to write for you or is it people coming to you because they've seen it
1: um i think it's a little bit of both um so i i've had um there's two friends who have written for every issue. They're like my my core, <laughs> my core team, um, and but and there's a one writer who wrote something for issue two and three. But mostly it's new every time. I think because I do a theme every issue, it attracts different people. Um, I think my confidence just grow grew once I when I did the first one. I had no idea where it was going to go. Maybe it's just going to be something that I give to like like my friends and that's it um but I just enjoyed making it so much and I enjoyed reading people's um work so I really wanted to carry on with it um and so yeah my confidence grew and then I was like oh I could do a little bit more (laughs) here and just practically as well the first issue was black and white inside because of costs um second issue I felt a little bit more confident um so I decided to go full color and that kind of opened up a whole sort of whole new world for me
0: (laughs) Uh, and it's really grown as well so you started out it was a staple bound magazine then it was perfect bound this third issue is perfect bound again but a little bit thicker again that you can see a real progression there uh
1: yeah and that's really because of the submissions I think um so yeah I think it was nine pieces in the first issue 15 in the second and I've had about 20 in the third issue plus uh, a few illustrators did original original illustrations so um yeah who knows what will happen for issue four maybe it will be even big. I think I think 20 this was about as big as I think I want to go because it was a lot of work <laughs> um and I think it's you know it's nice to kind of have some limit on it because I do have the tendency to be like no write as much as you want but have some boundaries Sorry, you need to be an editor you you got to get tough with these people
0: so the, the, the general uh, format is essentially a series of, of love letters so it could be a love letter to a character or it could be to like a, a trope like the I really liked in the uh, the first issue uh, the, the trope of like first kisses what was it that made you want to use that as your way into this
1: um, I think was the original idea I had I wanted to do something I think I wrote in my like notes app on my phone years and years ago like collection of love letters to cinema um but I just didn't know how to go about it and I felt like I don't really want it to just be letter like le- letters although actually I think every issue so far has had a letter <laughs> um, which is which is now I'm like okay I want to keep that as a kind of sort of uh, trope of the zine I guess um but yeah I just think I I like I don't know I can talk about film for so long and I'm always met with people who aren't sort of film fans like I am with these kind of glazed looks when I they ask me how a film is and I'm like well <laughs> launch into this whole thing they were like we just want to know if we should go see it yeah, yeah, yeah. um and I was like, there must be other people who want this kind of content where you're just talking about, like, oh, I love this film. Uh, this is what it means to me. Um, and I think that's, yeah, that's really how the Love Letters thing kind of uh, came, why that was so important to me to focus on.
0: And so then, so you, you, I mean, it's called Dear Movies. And so the first two issues were on movies. But then the third issue, you flipped it over into TV. And there's a lovely explanation in your editor's letter about why that is. So maybe it'd be worth recounting here why you decided to make that change?
1: Um, yeah, now I have to test my knowledge of my editor's letter. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think so the main inspiration was um I'd um sort of lost not lost touch, but kind of like grown apart from bit from a friend who lives back home and um towards the end of last year we started chatting again on whatsapp and we did start doing this thing where we'd watch tv together um and we would literally start the episode at the same time um we'd like sync it all up we'd pause when one of us had to go do something and it was messaging all the way through and i actually have this like i've always i have a few friends who will whenever we've watched something instantly we're on whatsapp messaging but this was the first time we'd sync synchronized watching in two different locations um and it just kind of reminded me how uh how much tv has played a role in like a lot of my friendships and actually that's yeah that's what i talk about in the editor's letter how originally that friendship was kind of built on the tv we watched i used to go over her house after school pretty much every day and we would just watch tv so (laughs) it was like a pretty core. uh, part of our friendship um so then I was like this feels like the right time uh to do tv issue
0: and I love that harking back to an analog tv time when everyone would watch the same thing at the same time but like you so you would deliberately set your watches so that to make sure you were watching episodes at the same time as each other
1: yeah exactly um I hadn't really thought I don't I maybe I just thought that maybe I was thinking that subconsciously but yeah that is exactly what it is when you used to everyone would I don't know like I'd go into school the next day and everyone had seen that episode and now it's like you can just watch anything or and you mostly watch s- series like I don't know in a weekend <laughs> um it's not quite the same sort of communal aspect and that was something that came through a lot of the pieces was the relationships with other people who they watch tv with uh you know what their sort of traditions around watching TV is. Um, so I think that all kind of relates together, tied everything, tied all the pieces quite nicely.
0: One of the themes as well that I noticed coming out of, um, out of the TV issue was the talking about uh, comfort. And also this idea of craving and, and TV is somehow like a junk food. So, that, so you either settle down with it like you would a big tub of ice cream or, or you feel yourself as craving this thing. So how does that reflect your experience of watching TV?
1: Um, so, I, I, yeah, I think part of the other reason I wanted to do the telly issue was because I think it does have a lot of negative um, opinions attached to it um, I I really wanted to include, so there's a piece about Geordie Shaw which I've never watched
0: It's my favourite piece but in the I, in the issue
1: Absolutely, yeah I was so so pleased to include that and I was re- and there's also a piece about Drag Race and I really, RuPaul's Drag Race um, I really wanted to um, include reality TV because I think that is such an important thing but it's so often dismissed and like soaps or um, I just think TV isn't really taken seriously unless it's an HBO drama, and I just don't think that's fair because there's so much excellent TV, and also just because something doesn't have high budget doesn't mean it doesn't have value. Um, With the binge-watching side of things, uh, I think most of the pieces are sort of from a similar age group of writers, and so we're all very familiar with the binge-watching um The last piece in the issue actually talks about how uh, watching being able to consume sort of mass amounts of <laughs> um, TV taught the writer so much about uh, like things she wouldn't have had access to otherwise.
0: Now one of the problems with making a magazine is that it's going to cut into your binge watching time because they're really time consuming things to make. The, it, it, who is actually making this magazine? Is it just you or you and other people?
1: It is just me. (laughs) Um, Yep, I uh, do everything. Um, Apart from, obviously, the submissions and um, some illustrators did some of the artwork. But basically, I do everything. I design it. I decide what's going to go in. I edit all the pieces. I did have some help this time with editing. Um, One of the other writers, she's my really good friend, and so I sort of... um, she offered to help out with some of the editing.
0: And so roughly how long does it take you to do that, to, to go through the whole process of, of starting from a theme to actually having the, the magazine in hand?
1: Um, I think probably about a few months. So I announced, I think, the theme for the tele issue at the beginning of January, and it was finished the end of March um I was a little bit late with it because it turned out to be bigger but late by my own deadline so <laughs> I have to keep reminding myself like this is not worth getting stressed yeah, about it I'm like yeah. you know <laughs> um so but I work quite it's basically submissions the submissions are open for about a month and in that time I'll put together sort of ideas I usually have an idea for what I want the cover to look like um what I want to go in it um that sort of thing, Um, so that by the time I have all the submissions, I'm, like, pretty much uh, ready to hit the ground running, Um, and then it's, yeah, just a case of kind of fitting it in around my day job, staying up late, Uh, yeah. (laughs) And
0: and is there, is there any aspiration that one day this becomes a day job?
1: No, uh, I don't, it's all, I think (laughs) it's, I really like having it as a side thing, like, I um, and particularly with Dear Movies like I don't really want it to become a um, like something that comes out every month or I don't have aspirations for it like that I really like the kind of um, personal uh, small aspect to it so I wouldn't necessarily, I just don't think it would work as kind of a more structured magazine Um don't know if that makes sense but i mean in terms of making magazines and writing would love that to be the day job but uh, in terms <laughs> but of doing this magazine i don't think it really would work
0: yeah so if if there were anything then that you could do differently to make this into exactly the thing that you want it to be what what would that be
1: um money <laughs> uh it's expensive to print things and i so fund it all myself, um, and through the sales of the magazine. So I probably have lost money every issue, but I don't really. I kind of think of it well. This is my hobby. Like, that's what I'm willing to do. Um, and I I don't. Most of the printing costs are covered by the sales mm-hmm. of um, mm-hmm. magazines. Um, but yeah, if I had more money, I would. I think there's a lot of like fun design things I'd like to do. Like I'm not a designer, but I think. Um, I've got ideas for for interesting print things I want to play with that I think would work really well with the the sort of whole vibe of the magazine. Mm. And that's just something like for isu- the upcoming issue, I have this idea and I keep sort of, I've been emailing for quotes and then I'm like, oh, no, actually, probably not this time. Because I don't, I also like, I'm probably like the least business-minded person. I don't like charging people. I wish I could just give it away for free. <laughs> Um, it's £5 pounds at the moment for an issue and I'm quite keen for it not to go above that because I want it to be as accessible as, it, as possible um, so yeah I think that's really the only thing that would make if I just sort of had an unlimited pot of money Oh okay.
0: right, yeah. That- <laughs> that's not gonna happen (laughs) I don't know anybody with unlimited pots of money but in terms of in terms of then getting it to the point where you can do these other things like so maybe like selling more copies uh, what what do you find at the moment works really well Where, where do you sell the most of your of your mags at the moment
1: um so I think um what I'm trying to do which I've only just had the confidence to do at issue three is reaching out to people like yourself um zine libraries i found that i've uh, sort of donated uh copies of each issue to zine libraries i think edinburgh zine library put it on their instagram and i got like some orders from that so that felt really like oh this is exciting a little flurry <laughs> um but it's all like i do i have an instagram account that i kind of try and um promote it on but i'm not great at the promotion side so yeah that's something I'm trying to work on at the moment
0: trouble is there's only so many hours in the day if you're if you're trying to watch tv and make a magazine it's hard to promote the thing as well and so do you actually also go to like zine fairs as well
1: um I haven't yeah I have wanted to but again it's time and money um because I work nine till five so it's like maybe taking a day off or something um I did come to there was a zine event last year at somerset house and i i came by and sort of um left a few copies at the job um communal desk but i haven't yet done a stand but that's something i'd like to do yeah.
0: now you should you should totally do that i could see i could see it going really really well especially because it's so personal people being able to meet you the person behind this this passion project are you able to talk, or do you want to talk yet about issue four
1: Yes, Um, so uh, I'm currently open for submissions for issue four. It's going to be on the theme Explore, which is probably the broadest theme so far. So um, we've had the first issue was firsts, second was family, and third issue was obviously the TV issue. Um, So Explore, I want people to kind of take that wherever they want to go with it. Um, Like there's so many things... That could be done. Um, Yeah, so I'm not sure when this um, will be released, but submissions are open till 2nd of June. Um, Yeah, and then I'm hoping to have it finished sort of uh, July, August time.
0: And so where can people find out more information about that and how to contact you?
1: Um, So I think Instagram is definitely my strongest social media thing. I really don't like Twitter, so Dear Movies Zine on Instagram um, and then the website is dearmovies.co.uk so you can find all the information.
0: Okay, excellent. Well, thank you very much for coming over and talking uh, and good luck with that fourth issue.
1: Great, thank you.
0: Okay, that's all for this week. I would like to say thanks again to Maria for coming over and speaking to me. And if hearing this has made you want a little piece of Dear Movies for yourself, head over to dearmovies.co.uk to buy a copy and even submit your own ideas around the theme of Explore. We've got lots more conversations with independent magazine makers ready for your ears. Just search for Stack Magazines wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, if you follow us while you're there, we'll be able to deliver the next one to you as soon as it's ready. Thank you very much for listening to this one. And we'll be back with another episode next week.